March 8th was International Women's Day, a global day celebrating the social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women. The day also marks a call to action for accelerating gender parity. Significant activity was witnessed worldwide as groups come together to celebrate women's achievements or rally for women's equality. And sometimes, before we can reach equality, we need to provide safety and opportunity. One woman who is helping women in Welland and South Niagara met that need for safety is Jennifer Gauthier, Executive Director of Women's Place of South Niagara, and she's our guest today. So... Are you ready to find out what's up, Welland? On today's podcast, I have the privilege of discussing the impact that Women's Place of South Niagara has had and has on our community with Jennifer Gauthier. Good morning, Jennifer, and thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. You're the executive director for Women's Place. So I just wanted to know, can you just tell us a little bit more about your role and some information on the organization itself? Sure, I would love to. So actually, I've been with Women's Place for 14 years now and started off there as a frontline counselor. So I'm really familiar with all of the work that we do as an agency and have, you know, worked my way up to the executive director's role and I'm really have really privileged to be in this position uh, for the last three and a half years. Uh, I report to a fantastic group of volunteer board of directors that help me shape the strategic direction of the organization, uh, manage our finances, service delivery, and things like that. And so really my responsibilities is to make sure that we have the resources to do the work that we need to do to complete make the community safe. In terms of what Women's Place does is... Uh, is a fantastic organization that provides safety to women and children fleeing violence. And so it's a vital thing for our community to have in place. We provide so many different services. We not just only are safe shelter beds, which is what we're mostly known for. And so anybody can access our safe shelter beds at any time by calling us. But we also operate a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week support line. And so on that support line, you can call, you know, if you're in crisis, if you want information about abuse, information on how to leave, if you have a friend that's experiencing violence and want to find out how you can support them. So operating that crisis line is uh, crucial to the community. And then we offer a ton of outreach uh, programming for women who necessarily don't want to come into the shelter mm-hmm. uh, because it's not a choice that every everybody can make, right? Right. And so... We have a transitional housing support worker that helps women find, you know, safe and secure housing and set up their utilities and get everything organized so that they can do a planned transition from their home, do safety planning and risk assessment to make sure that they're safe throughout the entire process. We also do counseling, like one-on-one counseling for women and for children. Our support for children is so vital um, because they experience so much trauma growing up in these homes and, you know, having a safe place to discuss what they're going through and transitioning through that is so important. And having something outside of the home to be there, right? Like a little bit of an impartial person there to just help them through it so they feel extra safe to be able to talk to them about it. Like that's huge. Yeah, like a safe person for them, right? So... 
That's really important. We also provide legal support. So navigating the legal system is really complicated, especially when you have children involved. And having that person that's able to help you, you know, get access to a lawyer, put all your paperwork in place, support you by going to court all with you so you're not alone. All of those things are really important. And yeah, that. That's basically the services that we provide. We also do public education. It's something that we've branched out into recently is educating the community on how gender-based stereotypes perpetuate the mistreatment of women and girls. And so working with groups of men and youth to educate them on how they can make, you know, women and children safer in our community and how to stop violence before it even starts. That's awesome. I I know of the organization, obviously, um, but didn't know the plethora of things that you guys actually do opposed to just like you had said before, right? Like the the shelter, the beds and stuff like that and how important all the rest of it is that that support, that the counseling, the awareness, the getting men involved um, to help is is huge. So when it comes to the actual locations themselves, um, I know that obviously you have one in Welland um, and then the other one is in Niagara Falls. And so that can be accessed for South Niagara is considered to be what's the catchment area for those services. Sure. So, yeah, we're Women's Place of South Niagara. So we service the southern region. So that uh, includes Welland. Niagara Falls, Font Hill, Port Colvern, Fort Erie. So a really vast uh, area. And so we do operate um, a shelter here in Niagara Niagara Falls and one in Welland. Uh, We will be closing our doors to the Welland shelter at the end of March this year and consolidating our programs under one roof in Niagara Falls. But it's so important for us to keep a presence in many communities One of the goals um, within our strategic plan and what's important um, for the organization is that women can get help where and when they need it. So opening up satellite offices across Southern Niagara has been really crucial to people having access to counseling, safety planning, housing supports, all those outreach programs that we have. So we're really happy to um, be opening on April 1st an outreach office here in Welland. Oh, that's great. That's that's great because it is such a such a an important part of the city. Obviously, um, just doing some background research on everything, I wanted to uh, you know understand a little bit more about where you guys have come from and the history of it. So I was it was interesting to see that uh, the doors were opened on June eighth, nineteen eighty one, here in Welland. So that's huge. You guys, you know, had a, a huge part in creating. Um, the community um, and the safe space for women that need it the most. And so I'm glad that you guys will not be disappearing from here and that we will still have you around because it's important. The work that you guys do is, is very important and we thank you for that. So I think the big thing um, that everyone's been dealing with the last little bit is the pandemic. So have you noticed that the pandemic has increased any of the need for the services that you guys offer? And what advice would you give women who are in need of the services and not sure what to do? Or like those 
who have witnessed something like you were talking about and being from the outside, um, how can you warrant that larger conversation? And how do you talk about things? There's so many things going on. I mean, the pandemic is the first one. Have you seen an increase in the need for the services with everyone being at home? Yes. The pandemic, actually, gender-based violence and what's been happening to women and children um, has been termed the shadow pandemic. So the increased severity and amount of violence towards women and children has been devastating. Um, our shelters have been full throughout most of the pandemic. And when it wasn't, it was mostly during the lockdowns. And so women couldn't get out. Right. And that was really scary for us. And so we launched a text support line so that people could um, access us through text message. Um, so, uh, because you can't always make a phone call if your partner's at home, right? right? And so people were left vulnerable during the pandemic and the increased pressures. We've all heard about the increased use of substances throughout the pandemic, people losing their jobs, all of these, you know, family stressors increase the risk of, of violence. We saw uh, a huge increase in the amount of uh, strangulation of women, which is the number one indicator of lethality. Uh, so it, the pandemic has been scary and yeah. we're sort of bracing for what that all looks like afterwards because women don't often leave, you know, the first time something happens. And so we're anticipating that our shelters will be full um, and we'll be working hard to meet the needs of the community for years to come. That's just, it's, it's very overwhelming to hear that kind of stuff. And obviously the enormity of what is happening. Um, you know, we all look at what we're going through in the pandemic. And I mean, you think about those things, but to hear you say that is just, I don't, it's unbelievable to me. So I, I'm, again, so thankful that there is something like this in our community that is there to help and be safe. Um, I think from us, from other women, I speak for myself, but for my community and I can't thank you enough for the hard work that all of you do, your team, and you really help the community and will continue to, and it's just unbelievable. So I'm thankful for you and your team and Thank you for coming and taking time out of your day to to give us an inside look at what Women's Place of South Niagara has done and will continue to do for our community. So on that note, is there anything else that you would like to share with everyone listening? Sure. I guess the one thing we didn't get to touch on is that we will be opening up in partnership with Hope Center. And so our offices will be out of the Hope Center here in uh, Welland. So we are thankful that they were able to, you know, provide us a really lovely office space. And so our services will be by appointment only, but anybody can access them, you know, through calling our 24-7 crisis line to get the help that they need. Um, and yeah, if you or someone you know needs support, please reach out, text message, through the phone. You can do so anonymously. That's very helpful. Um, and if you're looking for ways to support our services, uh, right now we're hosting a calendar draw. It's a daily calendar draw throughout the month of March. So for $10, you can purchase a calendar to support our services uh, by visiting www.womensplacesn.org. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much. And one last question. Sure. A very important question here on What's Up Welland. <laughs> pineapple on your pizza. Yes. Yes. Pineapple on your pizza. That's like so exciting to me. Every pizza I have has pineapple on it. <laughs> on that note, thank you. Thank you. I'm bridging the gap on my own today, but that's all right because I've been given a lot to think about after my conversation with Jennifer. Much of what Jennifer discussed today wasn't necessarily news to me. I'd heard it before, but rarely, if ever, have I been as close to it as I was during today's conversation, and that really struck home. As a conversation unfolded, I found myself in awe of Jennifer. She's doing work very few can. The subject matter of her day-to-day work is complex. It can be unpredictable and unpleasant, but how fortunate are we that we have people like Jennifer leading organizations such as Women's Place of South Niagara, that we have leaders who can create safe places for people when they need it the most. The answer is very. And what we can't forget is that we all have a part to play, men and women. Last week's announcement that Pathstone's mental health is moving into Women's Place's old shelter building on River Road and that Women's Place will still have a presence in the city of Welland through the Hope Centre is excellent news for all who need those services. And to wrap up our International Women's Day episode this week, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to all the amazing women we have working at the city of Welland. With over 125 female workers, their contributions are impactful each and every day. Our engineering team is led by women, a rarity in many municipalities. Our managers and human resources, planning and assets are women. Our clerk, deputy clerk and deputy treasurer, you guessed it, all women. So... Here's to strong women. May we know them. May we be them. May we raise them. We'll catch you next time on What's Up Welland.